0: This is the My Michelle Live Podcast. Weekend, Weekend Review. Review. A look back at the week. It's, it's My, My Michelle, Michelle Live Weekend, Weekend Review. Review. Here's Michelle. Hey, friends, we're going to get Rizzi today because Adam Rizeri and I are looking at the news, the big stories of the week, the biggest stories of the week, the underreported stories of the week, the stories that just. Maybe got pushed back to page thirty-seven. That's a reference from these things called newspapers that used to be a thing. Look it up. You can Google it. <laughs> and we're gonna give you the whole story. We're gonna report what's really going on and unspin the spun. Adam, hey, welcome to the weekend. Hey, Michelle, welcome to the weekend.
1: Indeed, we got Fourth of July upon us. What do you have? What do you have going on there? Are you gonna do a Little cookout action. Actually, it's, it's I'm come on your mind.
0: Hop in the plane and I am going to Palo Alto, going to be going to a wedding. Robin what? Hillary, congrats. And uh, spending some time down there in the Republic of California. Oh Wish my goodness. Luck. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. And then, then I was <laughs> Bring thinking, a Bible,
1: bring the Constitution. Do I <laughs> have to
0: rights? do I have to bring a mask too? We're even <laughs> going to get there's a story today. You have to laugh about masks in California. So stay tuned for that. But first, yeah, happy 4th of July. As we're going into 4th of July, I'm sad to say whatever you're going to be doing, you're going to be working on the house, you got to be doing some kind of cookout. But I'm sorry, Adam, it is up your food prices, your hamburgers, your hot dogs, your baked beans up as much as $36. It's crazy. It's nuts, Michelle. Like, I'm spending
1: money on building materials because I'm building this nursery for the baby coming October 12th. And then you go, after a long day, you want to go and grill out a little bit and you may put some burgers on the grill, right? Up 36%. Are you kidding me? The cost of, lumber alone is super expensive. So my building materials are more expensive for the house. And then also too, the food that I eat afterwards is much more expensive. Is that why you think this latest poll asking Americans, do you guys feel proud to be Americans right now? Is that kind of how you're feeling? There was a poll that came out and for the first time, a majority of Americans, 56% of Americans, Democrats and Republicans and independents included in this are saying, no, I'm not that proud to be an American. Oh. I personally am very proud to be an American. Michelle, I know you are. But do you think that this the crazy price of food, the crazy price of gasoline, building materials, everything is so expensive. It's just like we're carrying this extra weight on our shoulders. Are you surprised to see this poll come out saying that most Americans are not proud to be Americans right now?
0: No, it, it's sad, though, that it's down. We are in the greatest country that ever has been. Never before has there been more rights for those who the you use There you go. Makes every day.
1: Oh, that marketer got us. He well did. Done. He well did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Never before has there been more rights for the marginalized, for those who are right. outside of the norm, for those who don't believe like other people believe, for the average person. There's never been a place where there's more wealth for everybody, where there's more access to the things that you need to make a life. Never before. And yet, are you proud to be an American? It's down. Yeah. And no, I'm not surprised.
1: I was reading this quote from this Democratic pollster, a guy named Chris Anderson, Uh, who actually ran this poll, and he was saying that whereas once being proud of America was treated as a prerequisite for being patriotic, that too has been subsumed by partisanship. It seems for many, pride and patriotism are no longer about our democratic freedoms, but about the person in the White House. So far, the person in the White House, man, he's just not given us a lot to celebrate. So maybe there's something to what this pollster, Chris Anderson, is saying.
0: That may be, and I have uh, a little bit of news for you it's not just the pride in america that's on the line there is another poll that's out there that belief in god has dropped to a historic low do mm. you think that there's a parallel there think about this we're no we are Our belief in God has dipped to 81 percent, still the majority. But what that means with the progressive Christian movement and I believe in the spaghetti monster, uh, belief in God, (laughs) what that means is still much lower than what maybe it means to you and I or a lot of our audience. Belief in God in the U.S. drops to a new historic low that Mm. runs congruent with this pride in america i'm seeing a trend about it
1: too michelle the the belief in god going down the rise in mental health issue going up it's like you have people feeling like they have the weight of the world on their shoulders and that they have to do it all and solve it all but michelle we know that it's not up to us to literally solve the world's problems there's so many things that are that's out of our control And I know that we're told to, just because we can't boil the ocean, we should at least try. We should at least try to do good things. But we also have to know and trust that there is a higher power that's going to take care of us and get our back.
0: And as we talk about that higher power, belief in God, pride in America, as we go into the 4th of July, how is that working for you? we're not proud to be Americans. Our faith and our belief in God has slipped. How's that working for you? Look around, sweetheart, because the entire world, it's not just America, but the entire world is unhappier and more stressed. It's a new poll that was released by Gallup just Tuesday, and it found the whole world is sadder, more worried, more stressed out, and pushing its negative experience index to a record high of 33 Mm. points. But here's the thing. They look at when did this really start? It runs parallel to the first year of U.S. President Joe Biden's term. I have a temporary
1: solution for everybody, and it's to go out and get a pug puppy. Because they will bring a smile to your face. And if you're really having a rough day, lay on the floor and let your pug just walk all over you because it's funny. (laughs) Oh
0: my gosh, that's so adorable. Seriously, he's a pug daddy. I've got three of them for
1: that reason alone. I'm just like, man, (laughs) I, I, I think when did we get yeah we got our third pug around the same time that uh, president brandon was taken over <laughs>
0: <laughs> president brandon go figure <laughs> go brandon let's go <laughs> really that as we go into the 4th of july we're we're looking at this you have to run this parallel low belief in god lower of pride in America, lower happiness. We're not happy. But you are right. There there really is hope. Pet your pug. You need t-shirts. We're gonna get, we're gonna get my Michelle Life t-shirts <laughs> that say get happy, pet your pug. I love it. I think that there's there's something to going out in God's creation, petting a plant, petting a pug, <laughs> getting out there and realizing how gorgeous and beautiful the world is. We get urbanized and we forget just how amazing our planet is. And it's funny because the people who have the most pride in America and the most faith in God are not in the urban areas there's a reason put it all together
1: peeps think about it michelle like the attack on life right just caring for a plant caring for a dog caring for a child being able to nurture something and then help it grow into its beautiful desired end result whatever that might be just caring for something in general i think brings a lot of joy to people and so the attack on life i think is just representative of this attack on all things that are great holy and happy so yeah shoot get a plant get a pug Look outside. There's so much life out there that's just incredible to look at and just to look at and wonder, just like, how did that get here? This universe that we have, wow, God did a really cool thing.
0: On our science program, we often talk with the founder of Reasons to Believe, Hugh Ross, who says that God's given us two books, the Bible and the book of nature. He reveals, the Bible says that he reveals himself through his creation. So get out there in creation and remember what a great planet we have and what an amazing country we have. You have every opportunity to be Everything that you were created to be, let's do it. Moving to another story. This one's kind of an interesting one with some history and some intrigue and some social media. A leaked audio from TikTok HQ, Adam.
1: Oh, yeah. So I've been covering this one a little bit this week, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners and viewers are TikTokers, and that's okay. The people that are on TikTok, the users, you guys create incredible content. And I know that because I see it through my wife's phone. I am not a TikToker. I don't trust it. It's just, that's my thing. I work in the internet. I'm an internet marketer. And we all know that TikTok is owned by a company called ByteDance. ByteDance is a Beijing-based company. And we also know that in China, there is no sense of private ownership. Only There's only public ownership in a communist system. That means the government owns ByteDance. There is no actual private ownership over that company. By that connection, the government of China owns TikTok. And that's why back when Trump was in power, you heard a lot of of things from Trump saying, hey, you know what? I think that we should kick TikTok out of the US market. I don't think it's good for users on, on iOS. I don't think it's good for people on Android because I fear that data espionage might be a thing. And so here we are now, and the FCC commissioner, Brendan Carr, is asking Apple and Google to Kindly remove TikTok from your stores. Take it out of the App Store. Take it out of wait, Google Play.
0: I'm a little confused. So <laughs> Trump was saying this. It was crazy. That was crazy talk. That was just nuts. What <laughs> the think, what right? the heck? It was crazy talk. But yeah. India so had what, already removed what, it. Wait, for what a happened? What, what happened between then and now that it's not crazy talk?
1: Exactly. TikTok's business team was basically assuring Congress and the media, "Hey, you know what? We promise, hand on our heart." Hand on the Bible. We promise that we will not share private US user data with the Byte Dance officials in Beijing. We promise we will only store that data on servers located physically in the United States and also in Singapore. And then all of a sudden, we see this report hit BuzzFeed and leaked audio from over 80 internal meetings at TikTok HQ, exposing the fact that ByteDance officials in Beijing. We're routinely looking at private US user data. And so that obviously very quickly says, hey, you know what? TikTokers that were TikTok business teams saying, we promise we're not going to expose American user data to the Chinese government. They're full of it. <laughs> they're, they're totally full of it. And so now, Brendan Carslett, TikTok was full of it. We think that this might be a Trojan horse, a way to allow the Chinese government to conduct data espionage on literally every single user. You are, you think about the data that you share with TikTok, right? Your app user data is one thing, but then there's also your device data, your biometric scan, like your eye, the retina scan, your face (laughs) scan, your thumbprint, your location history, where you travel, where you are right now, where you're going tomorrow. Like you're sharing potentially really sensitive information with the Chinese government. So you think about what might happen during an election cycle or even worse, like maybe we're gearing up for war, then the Chinese government can use TikTok's weaponized military-grade engagement algorithm to control what your thoughts are. It can groom you to think certain things. It can groom you to do certain things as well.
0: So what you're saying is that we don't want TikTok to have that power. We don't want China to have that power. We want the U.S. government and and the people on the left to have that power. That's what we're (laughs) because I don't want want someone else telling me what to think. I want I want the crazy people who are leading us to be unhappier than we ever been and have no pride in America or faith in God or uh, think clearly on things like abusing children and cutting off their genitalia. That kind of thing. I want to be indoctrinated with good old American value.
1: China has already shown us how they use apps to literally deny access and travel to people. So there's a COVID health tracking app in China right now that when you travel around China, this app is like a color coded system, green, yellow, red. Green means you're good. Red means you ain't going nowhere, buddy. And so basically China has basically used this health tracking app to deny access to people they deem politically unsavory, right? Like people that have differing views or potential dissenters, protesters activists, they have a distinction in their COVID health tracking app. So they can't travel. They can't wow. go to stores. They can't go to their jobs. They are stuck. And so the problem with that? We, want that, with we any, want that in America. We want Any government controlling an app like that, it's a scary thing. Yes,
0: yes. And speaking of TikTok, we still have good old, okay, good new, okay, not good, new, not so good American anti-American values that are counseling all the right people. Thank God. Jordan Peterson was suspended by Twitter over a post referring to a transgender actor. Did you hear about this? He was barred from Twitter. He was talking
1: about Ellen Page slash Elliot Page, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. And so he was saying, I want to find the quote in here. Do you remember it? Oh, Oh, it was like, yeah, it was like something about. When pride was a sin. Remember when pride was a sin and Ellen Page just had her breast removed by criminal physicians. I thought
1: doctors were supposed to do no harm.
0: Yeah, there you go. That That was under that was under traditional American values. Come on, keep up, Adam. What's wrong with you? And now
1: Jordan Peterson is, quote, dead naming. (laughs) Elliot page by saying the name that's on her birth certificate his birth certificate yeah
0: and tell me that's that really that's okay let's just cancel him let's just take him oh we don't want anyone hearing that
1: michelle i guarantee you there is way worse on twitter than that there's way worse there's pornography there are calls for violence you've got well, you mean like this on twitter literally but jordan peterson can't say can't say that
0: you mean this, the trans activist who called to assassinate SCOTUS justices, said, hey, it was just the Gen Z millennial humor. What's up? Uh, look at that face. Uh, what's up? What's wrong? Uh, uh. Seriously. Right. That, But that's OK. I mean, It's come absurd.
1: On. And so you think about Twitter is supposed to be a private company, but they're doing the will of the administration right now. There's so much corporatism that blurs the lines of public and private. And that's a, I think that's a big concern between Big media big tech big government yes and obviously tyranny can result from that right like we're literally seeing the rights of our parents being trampled on our religious liberties are being trampled on the entire equity of agenda is it's a virus right now like it's they say diversity but basically mean the opposite of that they say equity but they don't mean equality there you and, go and, and that's a terrible thing
0: yes it's trying to have equal outcomes but it never is an equal outcome venezuela Just take a look down there. More in the way of let's get rid of people. This one makes no sense to me, Adam. None whatsoever. Cornell University library for years has had a bust of Abraham Lincoln and Gettysburg address plaque, right? But yeah. one student complained about it because we're so fragile. And I'm really upset by this founding father and white privilege. And oh, and this is just, I feel unsafe. And so they had to remove it. A new study has shown that students, 80% believe that if there's anything that offends a student and makes a child in college and they are children (laughs) in so many ways feel unsafe then it needs to be removed and more and more people are supporting this and these are ideas that i don't feel comfortable with this and so it must be removed this is the man this is the man who Brought us abolition. Thank you very much, Abraham Lincoln, for abolishing slavery and standing for what's, but no.
1: Literally he was taking a, Republican. a bullet for our country and dying at the hands of an assassin. This is just ridiculous, too, because it also follows the students at George Washington University saying, We should get rid of the name George Washington from our university, even though it's the first two letters, the first two of the three words to our school because George Washington owned a slave. It's absurd. And, if, and when you look into the story of George Washington's ownership of slaves, it's a very I think it's not a bad story.
0: It's an important to- it's an important story because it showed that his conscience, his Christian conscience said slavery is not right and it's not good. The framers of our const the way our constitution was framed and its intent Made it so that slavery was eventually it had to end. It had dis- to. Well, Women the, the had the fathers to have who
1: rights. drafted the Declaration of Independence despised slavery. They hated that it was something that was inherited from the from obviously the king, the Europeans. And if you look at the original drafts of the Declaration of Independence, you see in there how they point the finger at the king and they discuss how terrible slavery is.
0: Yes, but of course,
1: at the time to get a signature on the Declaration of Independence to pull the thirteen colonies together. It had to be unanimous consent. There were a couple dissenting colonies, unfortunately. When you look at the history of things, you have the city of New York taking the Thomas Jefferson bust out of City Hall, right? Man, this revisionist history is ridiculous. We have it's to protect that.
0: sad because Thomas Jefferson married a slave. He loved a slave. <laughs> and How dare he? Boom. But you mentioned George Washington. It's important to note, if you do not know this research it. What was his relationship with slavery? Slavery was despised by many, It, but it was also part of the economy. He made sure that his slaves would be freed. He made sure that they had accounts and money laid up so that they could have a life. He gave them their name. He gave them rights within his plantation and set up a system so that they would not have to live their life, their entire lives in slavery and set up a constitution so that it would end. It was on its way out. We saw and we see that with many things that when things end, there needs to be a transition. And I think that is more of an accurate look at how slavery was. It is horrific. But it's not indicative to America. It was indicative to the planet. It's always exactly. been part of every society since the beginning of time. This is this getting rid of Abraham Lincoln is just it's it's weird, but it wasn't reported that it was just one student that had a problem. Do you know what was reported? One parent, one parent, got upset over a RuPaul book highlighted in the children's section during Pride Month, and because of that, was pulled from library shelves because of one parent's fury. And here's the difference: this is children. These are children. I don't believe in burning books or counseling books or removing even offensive books from a library. But I do think that we need to have wisdom where children are concerned. RuPaul, good for you. You're on television. You're probably a beautiful person. But you know what? Transgenderism, cross-dressing is not for children this is something that people do in cd bars and it's a caricature of women you are you are appropriating femininity and yes. and doing it in a garish over the top way yes. and calling it beautiful and that's what it's supposed to be a girl it's not cool and cool no i mean drag queen
1: shows right Adult entertainment is what that is. It is not a child education activity, it's adult entertainment for adults that want to go be entertained that way.
0: Or um, people who think right they're the adults. Just say it. <laughs> There's also a Disney show that I'm gonna have to remember what the name of it is. If you remember yeah, what's well, is- Disney, first of all, <laughs> it's Disney. So it's what you're Disney. not gonna be
1: surprised by this headline that Michelle's gonna share with you, which is basically this new show being accused of indoctrinating kids to think that men too can get a period earlier this morning i was talking to my wife about our there kiddo coming go. and i was like hey babe you know what i bet his first words are going to be dada and she said but it should be mama because i'm carrying the child and i have to give birth to him and i was like if i could give birth to him i'm sure i would but i'm a man so i'm gonna be the dad <laughs> i can't get a period i don't have a uterus um uh, uh, this is just how i was born this is what God gave me. So yeah, his this, first words might be dada, but it's just, I think it's because it's easier for kids to get the, that sound out than the ma sound, like the ma is a little bit more difficult for a child. And I say that without having a lot of expertise behind that, that subject. I'm just looking at the You're just hoping. Like what might his first words be? Will, will it be something about Biden? I <laughs> definitely doubt that. Uh, probably more of something simple, dada or "mama." So Um,
0: this is Baymax. That's the show, Baymax. Yes, and I wanted to see if I could get the video so you could see for yourself. But it's not as easy to do on the fly. So Baymax is the name of a robot? It's a robot that kind of helps. It's like a nurse robot okay um, nurturing and it's actually pretty it's actually pretty made, pretty made by tesla
1: guy. question mark I, I think elon musk is working on some like but assistant robots
0: they, you can watch our entertainment review i do have the trailer there that shows he's uh trying to buy tampons and he's asking a woman which one do you prefer and then all of these people say oh, i like this this is her first one you need this and then this boy transgender says I use this <laughs> okay. but
1: I thought Red Bull gave me wings
0: so this is where we're at these kind of things indoctrinating your children you believe that I don't care I'm more libertarian you do you sweetheart but leave the kids alone if you have been sterilized because you've got a sex change if you have same sex attraction and you have you can't have your own kids I get it that's your choice and I I want you to be happy, right? I do. I want you to be happy. We do our best, all of us, to find our own happiness. But if you can't pop out your own kids, stay the hell away from mine. Don't Boom. tell my kids what, I, what you believe they need to think leave us alone. Over time, the the concept and the
1: idea has been established and validated that parents have the right to educate their children how they choose to educate their children. And yeah, so like you said, stay the heck away from my kid. You can teach your kid how you want to, but stay the heck away from my kid, man. I want to teach my kid this and that. And I don't want my kid to go through this state-sanctioned indoctrination as we see across the country right now. And Michelle, I don't know if you want to jump into this next topic or not, but yeah, let's do this stuff going down in North Texas right now.
0: Yeah, speaking of education.
1: So this week, the McKinney Independent School District, which is eh, just a little bit north of where I am, depending on the day, 30 to 45 minutes or so north. And they're using I don't know if you've heard of this thing called a district of innovation status. I'll tell you what that is in a second if you're not familiar But they're using the special status to exempt itself from state laws governing how parents basically at school events are treated. And in a nutshell, the district is trying to vote whether or not they can use their local innovation status as an exemption from basically giving rowdy parents or any kind of dissenters at school board meetings a warning before just kicking them out. If someone comes in wearing something that I don't like, maybe it's a T-shirt, maybe it's a hat, or maybe they have something to say that I just disagree with. The school board president literally has been using the school resource officers to just haul people out of school board meetings. You have parents who are concerned about the books in their libraries, parents who are concerned about school safety. Real concerns that I think the school board oftentimes should be answering to parents. But if the school board president, the current president, her name is Amy Dinkel, she has just been hauling parents out left and right. They've been using literally the police. I think the civil rights attorney I heard referred to these as like Gestapo tactics.
0: Yeah. And that's basically that really disturbs me. Shame on you. Shame on you, police, for giving in and being the brown shirt, the Gestapo. Shame on you.
1: And that's the thing, too, right? So you have these police who they're saying we're just doing our jobs. We're doing what we're told to do.
0: Oh, yeah. I've heard that before in history.
1: Yeah, you're not doing your job at that point. You are, doing, you are exercising the will of this tyrant school board president to trample on the constitutional rights of parents that you're supposed to be protecting. And so that's why we're sitting here looking at a school board that's being sued for violating the First Amendment of parents. You cannot violate their rights to free speech. You cannot violate their, their natural God-given concerns over their children's ed- education. Mm-hmm. And so this district of innovation concept, it's something that was passed here in Texas in 2015. And it gives traditional independent school districts basically some of the like the like flexibilities basically like similar to what you would get from a charter school. But if you oh, think about some of the mandates yeah. that go to schools, right? It's like your school start date, the mandatory ninety percent attendance rule, class size ratios. They're trying to use their innovation status to also get an exemption from the U.S. Constitution, the First Amendment. It's just absurd. So you're mm-hmm. seeing all sorts of parents standing up in arms to say, you know what, this is ridiculous. And
0: you're surprised you're not going to get away with it. Think about the SCOTUS ruling on Coach Joe. In my neck of the woods, Bremerton, where I've lived very close to Bremerton, shopped in Bremerton, friends in Bremerton, that Ruling was really important because it shows that, no, you do not lose your constitutional rights when you go into a school. Someone having faith and wearing a cross or hajib head covering, for that matter, is not institutionalizing religion, which is what the, the Constitution says. There shall be no state institutionalized religion. You're not institutionalizing religion. You're expressing your free speech. You don't have to preach to the kids. If they ask a question, you're free to answer or to say, ask your parents, right? Coach Joe, in his own time, this was not during the game. This wasn't during a school assembly. It was just afterwards, silently, he went and exercised his free speech. Thank you.
1: I'm looking out for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly right, though. You're exactly right. Michelle, this is the trend, though. It's these school boards who don't know the law because if they do know the law, they know they're breaking it. They are operating in a gray zone to impose their will on people who don't agree and do not want. That's what's going on here. You have basically you have so much so many leaders are just abusing their power. and they sometimes know they're operating in the gray. other times they don't quite know it. But the thing is that they oftentimes they have attorneys on, not on their staff, but on their board as advisors who kind of consult with them. And a lot of times these are just like head nodding attorneys that agree with what the board wants to do, or at least help them work the system to get their desired end result, kind of part of the attorney-client relationship. But you have these parents who oftentimes are just going in concerned without representation. Guess what, guys? Parents are getting representation now, right? Like you're seeing these things start to go to the courts. I hope you see some of the rogue school boards like McKinney, for example, be made examples, right? Like, these are people that need to pay. And uh, obviously the easiest way to make them pay, vote them out. A lot of school board people have been there for quite a while, more than a couple of terms. Three of the existing members on the McKinney ISD are up for election next May, including the president, who is an absolute tyrant. Vote them the heck out. Get some fresh people in there. Get parents of kids in the system. It's our fault as parents
0: for not paying attention. When we do... (laughs) This was a real funny story, Adam. It comes out of Florida, and some, where some teachers are outraged by Florida's civic training approach on religion and slavery. They say, now, teaching was designed to make us virtuous citizens that's offensive. Who wants virtue anymore? (laughs) That's an offensive word. I'm just making
1: sure I heard that right, Michelle.
0: (laughs) And I'm not kidding. They say that there are very strong Christian fundamentalist way towards analyzing different quotes and different documents. And it is very concerning. No, you know what it really is? It just ain't woke. And that is, pisses them off. I'm sorry to use that term. It's an (laughs) ugly term, but it's true. They were talking about the nation's founders did not desire a strict separation of church and state. That's true, like we just talked about with the Coach Joe issue. No, that doesn't mean that there is no place. This is what they think it should mean. There's no place for your faith in the state at all. We don't want anyone praying. We don't want anyone wearing crosses. Don't put a scripture up in your cubicle. Yeah, that's what they're talking about. They were upset that there is a downplayed role in the colonies in the history of slavery in America. What they're saying is they want the 1619 Project to be taught, where... That's where slavery started. There was never slavery in the world before in absolutely every country, every region, every historical people group. No, it started with white Americans. And we don't want to talk about the Chinese being enslaved or other white Americans like the Irish. Don't bring that up. This is what we're talking about. And that's what has happened to our education system. It's no longer a nice balance or let's talk about sixteen nineteen. But let's also talk about world history. No, we do not want balance. This is outrageous because there's something that's not woke inching its way into the school district. We demand that we have transgender people dressed like freak shows coming in and teaching our children about masturbation. That's what we should be teaching, not people to uh, teaching kids to be virtuous citizens.
1: Well, yeah, you literally have books that are talking about both hetero and homosexual sex acts like in detail going through your middle school libraries your elementary school libraries they're actually there michelle i'm just wondering like specific to this florida headline do these teachers realize what's in the pledge of allegiance do they say that before class because I there don't is the think whole it, one nation i don't under think you God say thing. that and man that just make the, that must make them so mad
0: i don't think you say it anymore and coming from a very left-leaning family my mom encouraged me not to say the Pledge of Allegiance as a child, because there wasn't Mm. liberty and justice for all. And while I respected that because she believed that there really needs to be liberty and justice for all, as I grew up, I realized we don't say liberty and justice for all. Because there is a widespread liberty and justice. We say it because that is what we stand for. That's what we believe. That's what we're fighting for. And so when we stand up and say one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all, that's what we're hoping for. That's what we're working for. That's what we believe in. That's what people have died for. And that's what the 4th of July stands for to me. Beautiful.
1: Beautifully said. Boom.
0: Drop the mic.
1: Boom. We need, like, another soundbite for the, like, the, the denied one. Like Not denied. denied. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Not denied. One quick bright
0: spot, though, in American education. You mentioned George Washington University. Students, fragile students said, we need Cl- Clarence Thomas to lose his teaching job. And they said, yeah, no, thank you very much. That's what our job of colleges should be, is teaching that kind of uh difference of opinion. We need that. We need it because our American military is at a historic low in readiness because we can't handle our new generation and literally walking through the barracks with their black fingernail polish, their jewelry. (laughs) And this is the funny thing. I've heard reports that because anything goes, their hairstyles are all over the place and all kinds of colors. They can no longer wear hats because (laughs) They don't fit anymore, for crying out loud. That's
1: absurd. My grandfather would be literally, well... Just rolling around in his grave right now. He was lieutenant colonel in the army. Man, it's crazy that we're worried about pronouns and we're not talking about mili- military strategy and tactics at the highest levels. They're just like, Thank oh, you. well, how does everybody feel today?
0: I know. Okay. So we need to move right along. And we mentioned Florida. There is a news story that's coming out of Florida and it's a big one. And I'm very thankful. It is the uh, human trafficking Probe that's being launched by DeSantis. They're going in, in the Florida Supreme Court Wednesday gave permission to DeSantis to order a statewide probe into human trafficking activities. It's going to be aided by transnational crime, or it is the problem with transnational crime organizations. These trafficking aided by these. International or these transnational crime organizations, big bad guys, they're going to be in investigating these TCOs and their affiliates who smuggle people, especially children, across the southern border. And while we just say, we open borders and no human is illegal, <laughs> what is the outpouring? What is the consequences of illegal immigration? This is. And if you're for it, you're supporting it. Shame on us.
1: The consequences, they're so dark. They're They're so dark. Death is the consequence in many cases. And death comes in direct and indirect ways, right? Indirectly, tons of fentanyl coming across the border. You're going to see so many drug overdoses in our communities. It's going to be sick. It, it, It should already be concerning. The direct quick death, right? Man, just this past week, Michelle, 53 migrants, quite literally cooked to death by the sun, locked in the back of a semi tractor trailer. It's hot in Texas during the summertime. We're in July right now. and it can literally be 11 o'clock at night and 98 degrees outside. I've experienced that and it's rough, man, it's sweaty. Inside the back of one of those tractor trailers, when it's 95 degrees out, even when it's under 100 degrees out, the inside of that tractor trailer could easily hit 130 degrees. And when you have when you have like dozens of people in one of those tractor trailers, and they're locked in there, and they don't have access to water or to fresh air, terrible things are going to happen when a smuggler just leaves them on the side of a road. On Monday morning, there was a truck going through Laredo, Texas, coming through a checkpoint, and by Monday, about 6 p.m. or so at night, there was a worker who was uh, basically heard some cries for help went over to this truck and literally saw what he described as a stack of bodies. Authorities showed up to the scene. 48 people were dead by the time the first responder arrived. And by by Wednesday, 53 people were dead. 13 women, 40 men, all from Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador. The survivors that were there were literally described as hot to the touch. And what the heck are we doing here? We're... Last year it was something like 2 million people crossing the border, well over 650 people died, 650 people are on record, but the human cost here is absurd. This no, no human is illegal thing is garbage. Whenever you hear the administration say they're going to try and solve a problem, they do the exact opposite. There was a border czar once upon a time named Kamala Harris, who, didn't go, who did not go to the border. Back in May, Mayorkas and Biden announced an unprecedented operation to disrupt the human smuggling networks. And here we are, like, what have they done? exacerbate this problem.
0: Yeah, it's a tragedy on epic level, and it really shows our failings. In the interest of time, I wanted to just briefly mention this. This was just crazy as we continue with the January 6th issue. I I want to look into this report because I just heard it this morning. There was a doctor who spoke at the Capitol steps, given two months in in prison for just speaking there. This this is getting really concerning, and I'm going to investigate. That's reported because I just heard it. It just came through as a news feed. So we'll get back to you on that, but... They say that there is a smoking gun and that's Cassidy Hutchinson, the ex-Trump, they call her foot soldier, and she's got a smoking gun. And you know what her smoking gun is? Her story's falling apart. You There's...
1: ever play that telephone game, Michelle, when you're a kid? Like you set yes. a big circle and the first person starts a message and then that just goes from one person to the next.
0: That's it. And
1: then by the time it hits Cassidy Hutchinson, what's that message?
0: <laughs> she was talking about, for example, Trump grabbed the steering wheel of the presidential limo And this is, and she goes into these smoking gun issues, but you didn't realize that she heard the story from a Secret Service official who got it from a certain. Secret Service lead, but who heard it from his great aunt Mary, who got it from the woman who was doing her hair. (laughs) Who
1: watched the My Michelle live show. (laughs) Like it started with the truth and then it became something totally ridiculous.
0: (laughs) And I don't know. I'm not saying that what she's saying may not have some truth to it. I'm not. But what I am saying is that this is a smoking gun. You're freaking desperate. And As you're looking into people who were part of this January 6th incident, you're ignoring that in in California, people were breaking into the Capitol and wanting to burn it down because of the abortion ruling. You're ignoring the Black Lives Matter riots. You're hypocrites, and that is why people don't have confidence in you. Just saying, thank you, man. That. Your
1: list could go on too, right? The assassination attempt on Justice Kavanaugh, like the billions of dollars in damage to our cities around the country. The quote and the, the what the occupying of parts of Seattle, just so much the list goes on.
0: Yeah, my hometown. Thank you very much. Sad. I wanted to get to a quick COVID-19 update. The Bay Area, this is the one I promised you. They found in the Bay Area, they instituted additional mask mandates after everyone else said, okay, we're done. Take off the face diaper. But from June... They have shown that masks don't work, that they had an uptick. While everyone else was doing just fine (laughs) or doing a little better in June, they found when they instituted mask mandates, the incidences of COVID went up. This is absolutely crazy. They've been showing studies that it's a simple but forgotten fact that open air is a factor in curbing infection. But still here in Seattle, Adam, you can go out and people are jogging with face diapers on. And here's the kicker oh, with the oh, covid It's so night. hard not
1: to judge those people. I see. Don't do it.
0: Don't do, every do it. Every now and
1: Michelle, like once every two weeks, I'll see that here in Texas. And I'm just like, Man, you must watch MSNBC.
0: Especially in your weather. Oh, for crying out loud. And here's the <laughs> kicker, though. Fauci is experiencing a rebound of COVID. He is the guru. He is science, He's especially on so COVID. He's to be doubly COVID. vaxxed. Yes, his, doubly vaxed, Doubly uh, Doubly boosted. And he has PAX low treatment for when he did get covid even after being doubly vaxxed and, and doubly boosted. Paxlovid is something that that they use to treat COVID, one of these pharmaceuticals, and yet people who are taking it have this rebound. So in other words, he was, quote unquote, all better, all healed, tested negative, tested negative, and then boom, tested positive and had a rebound of symptoms. So thank you. So what, this helps us to regate COVID? This is Crazy, and this is where we are. But to wrap up the program, yeah, there's a lot of weird things going on, and you roll your eyes. And this program, though, is not here to make you angry, we should have a level of anger. And discomfort, just like those school board uh, issues and parents who have let things go and just the, just trust that everything's just fine and go about their business and then fi- finally have to say, okay, finally, we need to wake up. That's the kind of anger we should have. But we should not leave you without hope. After all, this is the weekend of the 4th of July, Adam. That it is.
1: I'll leave you guys with this. The Declaration of Independence wasn't a declaration of something that was new to our earliest Americans. It was literally a declaration of something that the early Americans had already had. And then the British came in and tried to control them and tried to tax them for things. And the Declaration of Independence wasn't, like I said, this new thing. It was us saying, hey, you know what? We've already had this thing called self-governance, and you're not gonna come in here and change that. I hope that as we look at this 4th of July, this Independence Day, we look at this, not so much as a celebration of history, Although we should celebrate, but look at it really as a commitment to the future of ensuring a free world for our next generation, for our kids. Don't look at this as a declaration of something that is new to us. Look at this as a declaration of something that we have had and that we have to continue to protect. America.
0: We are proud to be Americans. You can take pride in this American experience. You have more rights than anyone ever has in the history of mankind you can be proud that we are one nation under God, because in recognizing God, you recognize there is good and there is evil, and in connecting with that one true, awesome, living God, there's hope, there's a purpose for your life, there's a plan for you, and you are love. As we go into the 4th of July, let's celebrate that. Amen, you are love and amen. Thank you for watching, listening, and don't forget to subscribe. We love you. Happy 4th of July. For more fun, go to mymichellelive.com.